Ireland's Classic Radio and our doggy expert, uh, behavioural expert, Deirdre Ryan, is here from drdogcare.ie. I want to talk today, Deirdre, about separation anxiety. I've never heard so much of this when it comes to dogs, presumably because of the pandemic. Yeah, I think lockdown really accentuated the problem because people were at home with their dogs and there was no urgency to teach the dog this valuable skill or this puppy this valuable skill. If we look at the root cause and look at what causes separation anxiety, in a lot of ways, if you source your puppy from a puppy farm, you're almost invariably going to end up with a puppy that has separation anxiety because what will happen in a litter where the bitch and the puppies have been brought up in a proper home environment or a proper you know, a proper small time um, breeding establishment is when the, the mother is about three weeks, when the puppies are three to four weeks of age, the mother will start leaving them for longer periods of time. So she'll hop out of the, the puppy pen. The puppies will have a barrier there. They won't be able to get out. They'll be starting to feed on, on hard food anyway. So she'll naturally start the weaning process and she might go off for a couple of hours and come back. So that's the very start of puppies learning that, you know, the person they're most bonded to in the world will go away, but they will come back. And when a puppy, when a bitch is inside in a shed, you know, with 20 or 30 other bitches and they're all in with their litters, they're not being taken out for those enforced separations. They've been left in there 24-7. Oh. And a good breeder will also, when the puppies get a little bit older again, maybe five or six um, weeks of age, they will start to separate them. They might put them in different little areas to eat just for five or ten minutes might start to crate train them a little bit. So they will again further encourage the puppies to accept a bit of separation gradually. So by the time then you get that puppy from your ethical breeder at eight weeks, eight or nine weeks of age, they've already learned a little bit that separation isn't the worst thing in the world. Mm. Whereas if you get your puppy from a puppy farm, they've literally just been ripped from all their siblings and their mother and now have been brought home to your house. Mm. And, and they're going to suffer very badly if you try and, you know, leave them downstairs in your utility and hop back up to bed. There's going to be a lot of distress there. Yeah. So, you know, awareness of, of where this issue comes from and how to avoid it is really important, I think. Yeah, yeah. So what are the tricks then, you know, if you are in that situation to try and resolve it? Like, I hate this idea of so many dogs just being, you know, surrendered because, oh, there's too much trouble now. I can't deal with the separation anxiety all the time. Are there tricks that we can do that that can kind of get the dog out of that? Absolutely. Um, From a puppy point of view, to avoid it first, briefly, you will continue those brief separations during the day. So puppies like children, they will develop some bit of a routine, which usually is similar over two to three hours. You know, they wake, go to the toilet, they have a play, they might go for a walk, they'll have a chew and then they'll go back to sleep and the whole thing will repeat. So you would watch your puppy and wait and anticipate when they're tired. And then when you know your puppy's probably going to settle down and sleep, then you pop them in the crate, you'd give them a chewy, you'd cover it over, you might sit beside them for the first few minutes and when they're asleep then you'd walk away so that they get used to gradually having those separations. If you've um, missed out on that stage and you have an adult dog who has separation issues, you first need to diagnose it properly because most dogs don't strictly have separation issues. A dog that has strict separation anxiety, they really have almost a meltdown when they're left on their own. So they will always pee, they will nearly always poo, they will nearly always drool, they will nearly always destroy the exit point of where they've last seen you. And they'll nearly always be giddy with relief when you return, despite what your reaction might be. And they will never eat or drink when you're gone. Now, if your dog does eat and drink and maybe destroys random things in the room and maybe barks a really confident bark, it potentially isn't separation anxiety. 
it's attention-seeking behaviour that has morphed into a refusal to be left alone, which is a little bit different and it's, in a way is a little bit easier to deal with. So these are dogs that have probably been brought up a little bit through COVID. They've been a little bit spoiled. You know, they're owners that will, you know, indulge them if they bark or if they come up looking for attention or giving the paw or scraping a door, they'll open it immediately. So a lot of dogs have been brought up by novice dog owners that potentially haven't learned the importance of teaching your dog about dealing with life, really, and dealing with frustration and learning a bit of self-control and learning that when a door is closed behind them, it's not the end of the world. And dogs aren't born knowing this. It's a skill that needs to be taught over time. So if your dog has full-blown separation anxiety, as I said, where it's really freaking out, it's time-consuming. You know, you really have to build up the time where the dog has been left alone, build up their confidence, figure out where the dog feels more comfortable. Some of those dogs feel more comfortable locked in a den type area. Other dogs will panic if they're locked in and might prefer to be left in your room or some area where they feel safe and feel closer to you. With some dogs, if it's not too severe, you can very cleverly convince them that you haven't left the room at all or you haven't left the house at all. So if you have a dog who's happy to be confined behind a door while you're in the house, if you're a bit crafty, you can <laughs> convince him, you know, that you are still in the house. So, for example, if he's happy in the utility to be locked in the utility when you're there before you leave. And that's important because dogs are very good at picking up the smallest little cues that we give off that we're about to leave. So it might be just putting on a certain pair of shoes or putting on a certain jacket or shutting the door. These are all cues that a dog will learn over time that are a predictor of you about to leave. And the anxiety will start to build before you even leave the house. So you don't want any, you know, if you have a dog that has separation issues, you don't want them witnessing that. So you want to put them away so that they don't see all those kind of cues um, and put them away into that area. Make sure they're well exercised. Make sure they have been to the toilet. Make sure they have something acceptable to chew, something that they don't normally get. So a really exciting Kong that's stuffed with yummy stuff um, or a raw bone or a pig's ear, something like that. And then you can leave a radio on. You can leave a piece of recently worn clothes just under the door, just on your side of the door. And then try and leave an area where the dog doesn't anticipate you're going to leave. So a side door or the front door very quietly, maybe have it open in advance. And with some dogs, you can kind of half convince them that you're still in the house. <laughs> and, and avoid like, the whole separation problem. It's very like uh, parenting when it comes to children, really, doesn't it? Pretend, oh, don't let them realise. I have a book out about that. Oh. It is so similar. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You're sneaking out the door. You're finally getting out, you know, for your first date night since they were born. And you have oh, to yeah, pretend yeah, we've that all you're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Um, so there's ways, there's ways, and there's there's hope then for people. But like anything, it, it requires a bit of effort. Mm. You know, it really does. Like I said, true separation anxiety where they really have a total meltdown, that usually will take a good bit of intense rehabilitation. But the good news is for most dogs, they don't have that. They just haven't learned that skill and are just being a little bit demanding. And with a bit of effort and with the right tools, they can absolutely learn it later in life if the owner is committed to 
to do a little bit of work. Deirdre Ryan there from DRDogCare.ie and available Deirdre to help people with their training and behavioural issues with their dogs. How can people get in touch? Uh, you can go on my website DRDogCare.ie. Uh, I have a newsletter there as well that you can sign up to and you can get the first lesson of my online course free on DRDogCare.ie. Okay, thanks Deirdre. It's Ireland's Classic Radio. Thanks Trina. Alright Deirdre, come back to you after the news. Deirdre Ryan there from DRDogCare.ie. We're talking all about separation anxiety in your dog and whether or not they have that or they're just a bit spoiled. It is something for the weekend on Ireland's Caskets Radio.